Why, hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Orange Juice Optional. Me, Michelle, and right now is usually when I would introduce my good friend, Suzanne, but unfortunately, she is not here with us right now, but I do have a special guest. The special guest wants to be introduced by the name of Badger, not the Badger or Badgie Boy like I call him, but just Badger. He's here on the line with me. So, hey, Badger, how are you doing? Oh, I'm always great and uh, nice to meet you, Michelle, and nice to be here. Sorry, Suzanne can't participate today, but hope I can bring uh, all the wisdom that she normally does to the podcast. You are absolutely so weird. Nice to meet me. Like you met me many years ago because you're actually my spouse. <laughs> Crazy one. What? Oh, I didn't realize I was on your podcast. Sorry. I'm normally a guest on many podcasts. I, I was unaware it was your podcast today. Yes, Michelle, I'm here. <laughs> and you're so in high demand. I could see how that would happen. So Badger, why don't you go ahead and tell our listeners a little bit about you other than being my spouse and Suzanne's good friend. Well, I'm a dog owner. I have two very nice dogs. I'm hoping on this podcast I can bring, you know, maybe some different things to talk about and new segments. I thought maybe it would be a good idea to have uh, open phone lines where people could call in. It would be the segment might be call the badger. And then maybe going forward every Friday, I could come on again as a guest and we would have Badger's best bets for the weekend football slate. So just uh, hoping to add something to the podcast that, you know, Badgers do. Okay. Well, I appreciate your enthusiasm about being here on the show with us. But one thing I do have to say is this is just a one week guest appearance, Rob. I mean, we may have you on in the future. Wait, wait. I didn't finish. We may have you on again in the future because Suzanne has terrible FOMO. But this is just a trial period. No, but I was just I was just suggesting a segment going forward. I mean, I was you know, even thinking we might have Puxatoni Phil from San Antonio picking college football. I mean, there's a lot going on. Your podcast is, you know, it it reaches a lot of people and I'm just trying to help out here. Well, I, I do, again, appreciate that. But I think our listeners, some of them might be really interested in football and football picks, but maybe that's for another podcast. One of the other ones that you volunteer on as a guest speaker. Oh, I'm a volunteer here. I thought we had a uh, contract uh, for like I was paid for this volunteer. I'll give, I'll give you five bucks. Okay, fair enough. Okay. Anyhow, um, I just like to remind you as we move forward in this episode that we stay away from politics. So please zip it on that and just be yourself. Relax. You know how to talk to me. We're spouses. So let's have a good conversation. Roger that. Okay, well, why don't we share with the listeners how we just spent the last five days on a road trip together? In a car. Well, aren't most road trips in cars? I mean, I wouldn't see us on a motorcycle for 2,600 miles. Yeah, no, you weren't very good on the snow machine either because you got cold, we got lost, a lot of issues. 
Well, that's not the road trip I'm talking about, but we did just have a fun road trip. We flew to Spokane, Washington, picked up a vehicle in Kellogg, Idaho, and then we drove all the way to pick up our dogs in South Dakota. It was 2,600 miles, and yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was fun, yes, and I saw the largest mule deer I've ever seen in my life in Evanston, Wyoming. It's yeah, a big one. You're pretty um, fascinated with that mule deer. No, you that talked deer about was, it a it lot. It was huge, yeah. So was yep. it like a Boone and Crockett size? Yeah, definitely. And are you yep. impressed that I knew the terminology? Mm, marginally, yeah. I Well, I am impressed. I'm yes. impressed by you all the time, but yes, that is impressive. Well, that was a sweet moment, and I really appreciate that. But I think I got that knowledge actually being married to a hunter. It's possible. It's possible. Yep. So speaking of Boone and Crockett, yesterday morning when we went out to feed the dogs, I opened the door to the garage and I saw a creature scurry across my floor. I guess it wasn't scurry. It might have been hop. I don't know what I saw, but I saw movement on the floor. I slammed the door shut. I made you go handle it. I said mouse, but what was it, Rob? Well, it's a desert toad and it I mean, that thing is trophy quality. You definitely, you know, if you were able to capture it, which I wasn't, it was it was far too fast for me and eluded me. But, yeah, that that is a trophy a desert toad there. Thing had to go five and a half pounds. Yeah, it gets bigger every hour, too. But I thought it was really cool because yesterday afternoon, we haven't seen my parents for a while, and they came over to visit. And my mom was in talking to us, but my dad spent most of the time out in the garage looking for that toad. Yeah, and I'm not kidding. That I mean, you say toad and people think, oh, it's a little like two centimeter. This thing went five pounds, five and a half pounds. It's big. I know. And my dad, he was ready to take it on because that was his childhood. He spent years and years learning how to catch frogs or toads, horny toads, lizards, it brings him joy. And he taught it to me and my siblings, but a little frog or a big toad, they still scare me. So yeah, there's that. Well, you are definitely afraid of those. One time uh, coming back from the river, uh, Kyle brought oh, I a uh, this. frog. He caught one, brought in a shoebox in the car, and you ripped him a new one about that frog getting loose in your vehicle. Well, I don't think I ripped him a new one. I just shared with him what the consequences would probably be if that little, not five pound frog, like not even a half a pound frog, like this thing was small. But if that thing got loose in the car while I was driving, it probably would have caused an accident because I would have been distracted and freaked out. So I said, you have to keep that frog under control. Although, let's be honest about your vehicle here. Your license plate was Samford. Uh, like as in Sanford and Son, because your interior of the vehicle was in such disrepair, it reminded most people of the Sanford and Son junkyard. And my good friend was actually bitten by a squirrel or some other said individual that had been living in your vehicle. Is that true? Guys, okay. You're so hilarious, and I'm not going to go yes, no, one, two, like just give a yes or no answer to this because I need to explain. When my car was messy on the inside, 
I had four young kids going in and out of it, leaving backpacks, leaving toys, leaving papers, leaving probably old French fries, things like that in there. And I didn't always go into the car to clean it up. And so it is true that named my car, he said it was like Sanford and Son's junkyard. He didn't name it. So as you do, you were funny. You got me the license plate that said Sanford, but he never got bit in the car. But I do want to share also that time is funny because all these years later, 12 years later, he now has young kids. And I've heard from a very good, reliable source, maybe two, that his car is a little messy on the inside. Yeah, I wouldn't know anything about that. I don't recall, but... Uh... Good answer. You are protective of your friends. <laughs> your, your car was special. <laughs> I, I How about... Really- How about the time with that vehicle, you were looking at your receipt and decided that we, okay, if the car just was moving and you ran into a light pole in the parking lot. Yeah, that is a funny story. And I didn't decide it would be a good idea. I had been at Play Again Sports and buying hockey equipment and I saved so much money. I was looking at my receipt to see how much money I saved. And I took my foot off the brake and I did tap into a light pole or a pole in the middle, in the middle of the parking lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, those things happen. I mean, it does happen. Well, it does. And it has in my case, and maybe it has in your case too, although you would probably never admit it. Oh, I would definitely admit it. Yeah. Badgers don't hit light poles. No, they hit other things like... I can't think of anything right now, but maybe yeah, exactly. Podcast, I can. <laughs> well, yeah. I had a really cool moment that I got to experience with you earlier in this week, and I'd like to share it here if that's okay. Well, are are we talking about that on this podcast? That well, I, so think I thought so. that was personal. No, Rob, come on now. <laughs> we don't talk about that either on here. No we politics. Don't, that. don't okay. refer to me as Rob. I'm Badger. Oh, sorry. Badgy boy. Okay. So sorry, it's hard not to say your name because that's how I know you most of the time. But anyway, Badger and I were on this road trip. We went to South Dakota to pick up our dogs. Now we've gotten to know the dog breeder and the dog trainer over the years because that's where both the dogs came from. They've gone back to training. And we were out in the field and one of the dogs was getting ready to do a test run to show us what it could do. And Bryce said to me, hey, I've got to ask you this question. Did you write a children's book? And I said, yeah, I did. And he told me he was searching online for children's book. My name, my book popped up and he's like, holy shit, she's written a book. And he bought a couple copies and that just made my day. It's the first time I've kind of been recognized by my name and the fact I wrote a children's book. No, that was really cool. And uh, you uh, are going to send him a couple of uh, signed copies and the fact that uh, that happened. And it improved your uh, rating on Amazon by, I mean, you shot up the list. You're right, sure. behind, you're right behind Dr. Seuss now. And uh, I wish. I don't think so, but it still felt really good to me to have somebody recognize the book and... Yeah, it was kind of a special moment, I thought. And I got to share it with you. So, Rob, 
we're in the same house right now and you've graciously volunteered, or I guess I'm going to now pay you $5 to do this episode, but you seem a little distracted. What are you doing? Oh, I had to let the dogs in. No, what a- else are you doing? Are you watching football right now? We're oh, I, I, on a Sunday morning. I, I, oh, no, there is football on. Yes, in the background. Yeah, and Tom Brady just uh, threw a pass to uh, Mike Williams. It was about a 40-yarder. Okay, well, yeah. I love that, but I really don't need a rundown on it. But it does bring me to a wonderful topic, which would be that it's football season. And even though I hate the word widow i am technically a football widow or i'm somebody who is absent her husband during this football season right so i'm not necessarily familiar with the uh, term could you use it in a sentence for me so i could uh, make sure i understand what you're talking about Hmm. my husband loves football so much that i don't see him during the football season And that makes me a football widow. Ah, so let me ask you a question. Is widower a word? Would that be a male or man who has, for some reason, lost his... I don't know. It is a word, but I don't know if it's... I think a woman or a man could be a widower. Okay. Yeah, all right. So what I am going to say after listening to that suggestion is I am a Louis Vuitton widower. So you might be a football widow. I am a Louis Vuitton widower because I sit there and wait for you to get done with your personal shopping and personal shopper. You have a personal shopper at Louis Vuitton. So I'm a, you're a football widow. I am a Louis Vuitton widower. Okay. Would that be fair? It is kind of fair, but again, I'm not just going to give a yes or no answer, which you usually appreciate. When we are in a place that has shopping and you are watching football, I get bored. So I start to wander and I wander into these shops and it does work out to my advantage a whole lot because you don't want to be bugged with, hey, Rob, is it okay if I get this? You just would rather me purchase it. And you're very gentle. We've already talked about this on the podcast. Like you, you've missed that conversation. I'm, I'm sure. Well, if I was out more often, I probably wouldn't have missed it. Like, that's why I'm suggesting weekly segments for Badger's Best Bets. Okay. Well, I will talk to Suzanne about that. Moving forward, that might be an interesting topic, or maybe we could find you another segment that would be more relatable to our podcast. But yeah, like I like the enthusiasm. I like that you're thinking ahead. You changed the subject. You didn't want to talk about Louis Vuitton. Oh, no, I would talk about it, but I'm not going to talk to it about, like, talk about it right now because I'm trying to talk to you about football. And Yes, how, it's on right now. Yeah, and how in life, our life kind of pauses during the football season. And yesterday, you told me that our year really only has three seasons. And then you proceeded to tell me what your version of those seasons are. So would you care to share those with the listeners? It's very simple. It's the preseason, the regular season, and the postseason. It all revolves around the NFL. And there you have it, everybody. No wonder, like I am bringing up this topic because it is always football. And then when football's not on TV, it's NASCAR. And when NASCAR's not on, it's golf. So let's just say 
I'm a sports widow, or again, I don't like the word widow. Let's just say I'm someone absent of her husband during sporting events on TV. Well, I don't know if that's true because the TV is in the house and you're certainly welcome to watch the game. So I wouldn't say absent because I'm right here. Kicked me out of the room while you were watching a game? Well, some of your comments to the game are a little bit suspect. I actually think that maybe in addition to Badger's best bets, we should have Michelle's mysterious picks for football so that the listeners could scratch their head and wonder if you know something that they don't by making picks based on the mascot and not the actual team. Well, it's not just the mascot. I would base my picks on it would be more like the colors of the school the town the school's located in and if i know people i like or dislike from that town i mean a lot of thought goes into it and none of that thought has to do with statistics until you were married to me you'd never been east of the mississippi river so how would you know some of these schools i don't I can look up their mascot and I can look up their colors and I can look up where they're located. And if I've met people or people that I know have gone to college there, if I like them, I'll probably have a good thought about that school. And if I didn't like them, I probably won't ever pick it as one of my choices. So if you're a Michigan Wolverine playing the Oregon Ducks, what's going to happen? The Wolverine's just going to eat the duck for lunch, right? Well, yes, typically... That is true, but you're taking out the factor that a very good friend of mine went to that college, Jeff. He's a duck, and so I will always pick the ducks, except maybe against the Wolverines because that's your team. That would be a hard one for me. Could you try something a little easier? Okay, right now the Dolphins are playing the Ravens, so... I don't really see an altercation between a dolphin and a raven, but assuming there was one, who would win? Okay. Looking at the mascots, I like the dolphin mascot better. I like the town of, because I've visited, I've been there before. I've been to Baltimore before, and I went to a game in Baltimore, and I watched the Ravens play the Broncos. And I liked their music selection and the vibe of the, the stadium. So I would probably have to pick the Ravens over the Dolphins. Well, they're ahead right now, so good pick. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty good at this. So, Rob, I do have to ask, yeah. during football season – Yep. Do we plan all of our travel around what days football is being played? Generally, yes. I, I mean, not just generally, yeah, but generally, but yes, yes. Yes, and has it gotten more tricky for me now that it's on like every single day of the week? Yeah, it's gotten a lot more tricky uh, for you. The Now we've got, you know, Mac action, action earlier in the week, like on Tuesdays. Wednesdays, Thursday. Yeah, it's football every night. Yes. Yep. And can watching football with you get a little uncomfortable for me to the point where I have to leave the room? Well, I'm not you, so I wouldn't be able to answer that. I don't know why it would, but... Uh, have you ever started screaming at the TV like they can I, uh, hear you? Yeah, I don't recall. I don't think... I don't recall. 
Okay, have you ever gone on a little bit of a rant watching a game saying how you could do so much better as the general manager or the coach or how you would do this or that? And Well, yeah, I mean, like, let's just look at, you know, a few instances of where... Just one. We only have time for one. So share one. Oh, instance. one time for one. Now, we'll have out on Monday Night Football last week with Denver and, and Seattle and... You know, what, what are we doing here? We're, what, I mean, I'd probably say something that would be inappropriate on the podcast, but seems like, uh, you know, someone had their, uh, DWHUA, as my dad used to say. He was a policeman. That's what he would, uh, refer to, uh, bad drivers as you can figure out DWHUA on your own. But that's I, what was happening. I can't driving with your head up your ass. Yeah. Okay. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's good. I, I could see your dad saying that, actually. So I do have to also ask. So we've talked about we plan all of our travel around games. You have conversations with the TV. Do you know statistics? No, I'm not really good at math. I uh, I majored in uh, sociology in college. So yeah, math, I only took a couple classes. Yeah, I guess uh, we should all be really scared if you're a sociology <laughs> major. But yeah, you should be. <laughs> are, you, are you a statistics guy? Do you yeah, know yeah, yeah. game statistics? I, know for, I do, yes. Okay, and do you know them historically or just for the current year? No, I, yeah, I pretty much, yes, on all accounts, yeah. Okay, so if I were on a show, I can't think of the name. Oh, do you want to be a millionaire or something like that? And I had a sports question come up. Would you be a good friend to call? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yep. Okay. Well, that's good to know. I don't see myself ever on one of those shows, but you don't know. I never saw us doing the newlywed game on a ship once either. So. Yeah, and what was the question there that I got perfectly correct? I cannot recall. Well, the question was, what do you like least what feature do you like least about your wife? That was the question. Yep. I, I do remember. And I remember yeah. your answer, too. If you want to share it, you can, or we can just sure. let it go. Oh, no. I'll share it. Yeah. No. My answer was her visa bill. That's fair. But you do know that my visa bill is often higher than yours because I always take it out to pay when we're together. Like all of our joint transactions, like going to restaurants or Hotel rentals usually go on my card, right? Mm. You know that. I don't recall. <laughs> of course you don't. Well, it was really funny all these years ago, and I'll just share this story really quick. Rob and two of the boys, Cameron and Colton, we all went up snow machining, and we had <laughs> a wonderful weekend doing this. And we call what the lower 48 calls snow mobility. Sorry, snowmobile. I can't even say it. Snowmobile. <laughs> can can you say that word, Rob? Please. <laughs> Snowmobiling. <laughs> yes. What everybody else calls that, we call snow machining. And so we went up to this lake. We were doing a poker run with the kids. We had such a great you, week. I just want to say you got to get your kids into gambling early, so that's why we did the poker run. Right. I think they just came. I don't think they drew cards. I think they were just along for the the ride. But anyhow. I could tell so many stories about these snow ma machine trips, but the one I was going to tell is 
you know, it was a fun weekend. Everything was, oh, put it on Rob's tab, put it on Rob's tab, put it on Rob's tab. And at the end of the trip, Rob's like, hey, Michelle, can you run in and pay the bill? I'm like, sure. Yeah, not a problem. So I go in, I pay the bill, I come out, I'm sitting in the car and Colton is pissed. He's sitting in the back seat and he's like, I am so mad at you right now, Rob. <laughs> and we're like, oh my gosh, what happened? And Colton's like, yeah, I can't believe mom that Rob just made you pay for this whole trip and put it on your credit card. He didn't understand that you paid that credit card, but that was really fun. Yeah, that was the trip where he uh, had uh, he ordered uh, hot chocolate and with whipped cream and one for our buddy Jolin and said, put it on Rob's tab. Yep. And then he got mad when I had to pay that tab. That's so funny. Those kids, I, I really do miss them, but we'll get to see most of them coming up soon. So that's really exciting. So what else happened on the trip? Did we get lost? Did we have to put duct tape on our face? It's 44 degrees below zero. Right. And my dad was furious because we had bought these new snow machines and we had taken them out for the very first time. And on the drive up there, the whole way, <laughs> the temperature gauge said minus 37. The whole way up there. Until we hit one spot and it went to minus 36 and Cameron, the smart ass said he was, or the clever child he was, he's like, oh, I think we hit a warm front at minus 36. <laughs> and yes, when we were out there on the snow machines, we did have to put duct tape on our faces to protect them. And we did get lost because you're not always a good GPS. I knew where we were going. I just didn't know where we were. <laughs> Yes, and they were making fun of you up there because you always get lost at the same place. They did, yes. They did. But that was a fun adventure. That's life being lived in Alaska, um, which you're headed up to Alaska soon, as is a big storm predicted up there soon. So how does that always happen? I'm lucky. <laughs> I guess you are lucky. Well, you'll have to take pictures up there. Um, I do see termination dust coming down the mountain from other pictures, so... There's that too. Well, I think this would be a good time to uh, talk about the, uh, you know, my ongoing participation in the podcast. Maybe some of the segments I mentioned, you know, calls. I've got, let's open the phone lines. Maybe a couple callers will uh, dial in, ask questions of, of us. Uh, what do you think about that? Well, you know, I think you're very supportive of me. I think you're very supportive of Suzanne and this podcast, but you haven't listened to too many episodes because if you had, you would know that we are both technology challenged and I haven't figured out yet how to take phone calls. So while that might be a good idea, it's something I'll have to figure out in the future. Well, no, while we've been talking, though, I, I set that up and I already have, I've got two calls holding right now. We have a Phil from San Antonio, if you'd like to take it or, or we can save that for another segment. Why don't we save that for another segment so we have something to look forward to in the future and then maybe you'll even decide to come back and join us on a future episode? Well, yeah, that was, I mean, I thought that was part of our $5 contract. Yeah, but I think moving forward, it's like if you're going to appear on one of our episodes, you're going to pay me $5 to get your name badger out there. Whoa. Whoa. Hey, badger I learned from is, the best. 
Badger is a participant on many, many podcasts. Just the name exudes royalties. Okay. Well, we're getting close to running out of time, but I do want to ask, do you want to share how you got the nickname Badger? Well, I'm not exactly the, well, like when it first came up. Yeah, if you want to. You don't have to if you don't want. Well, I know where. I mean, we were in Florida and my good friend. Why don't you start it off like the best stories always start off? This one time at a bar in Florida. Well, there was this one time in a bar in Florida that was serving alcohol. And my good friend and I, who are about the same size, not very big, went into a unbeknownst to us, it was a biker bar, and everyone, the bar went silent as we walked in in suits and ties, and the I only marched two right. in suit and ties, Yes, by the way. biker yes. bar. I marched yeah. right to the bar and said, I'll have a creme royal and Diet Coke, and no one in here is going to comment on anything I do. Go back to doing what you do. I am the badger. Right. And you have a good philosophy as to why bigger people won't attack you. Do you want to share that here too? Sure. Yeah. No. If you even remotely think as a little guy, you're going to get into a scuffle at a bar, big guys are more worried about getting their ass kicked by a little guy than they are about kicking the little guy's ass. So puff up and tell them to Pound sand. Yeah. Walk in with confidence and like you own the place, which you've never had a problem doing. You you exude confidence. And that's one of the things I love about you. So just real quick before we wrap up, because we are running out of time. Do you consider yourself a badger or a honey badger? Oh, I'm definitely a honey badger because honey badger don't give a shit. Yeah. I, I think that does about sum it up. And one last question, because we were talking about it earlier. You have a badger and you have a wolverine. Which one wins in a fight? That's a tough one. It is very difficult because they're both. Yeah. I'm going to actually have to say between a badger and a wolverine, a wolverine's going to win. Okay. So there is someone out there that can beat you. (laughs) And it might just say, that is a mythical animal fight. There is no one out there who can beat me. Well, have you ever heard my nickname? Princess, yeah. No, the other nickname. No. It's Wolverine. You just met your match. Oh, goodness. <laughs> I thought you were a hummingbird. No, you've always called me Princess. Well, I know Suzanne, again, is going to have FOMO, but we did miss her. She will want you back on a future episode, and maybe you can have a conversation with her. No, I just want a segment every week on Friday, Badger's Best Bets. Okay, but we're not a sport sports bet thing podcast. Well, you could transition. We could, but we probably aren't because we have other things to talk about. So... I guess with all that shared, I'm just going to... So wait, let me ask you a question. No. So you don't talk about sports. You don't talk about politics. What do you talk about? Well, let me just put it this way. If you were a sociology major, you probably would fit in a little bit better on this podcast because we talk about... I took a class. Feelings? 
we talk about our friendship. Isn't there a song called Bad Feelings? Yeah, please don't sing it. We talk about our friendship. We talk about things going on in our lives. We have regular everyday conversations about things like that. And then we usually pick a topic like sparking joy or friendship or um, gratitude or, you know, things like that. Hmm. So Badger's best bets, not likely or maybe? Maybe what are we thinking? What Badger feels today. Okay. Or what Badger can contribute. Which you contribute yeah, a lot. You've got a big personality. You're a lot of fun to be around. And yeah, you're awesome. But with all that shared, thank you so much for being here with us this week. Suzanne will be back next week. And I just want to say cheers, everyone. Cheers, everyone. Badger out. Princess out. <laughs> <laughs>